0: conversations and like you talk about your experiences with your mom and with your father and being a child of someone and anytime you tell stories it always like it kind of twists around my perspective because I've been so like permanently in parent mode and not like as a child for such a long time that when you talk about mm. your mother getting angry, I'm just like, I, I know that feeling. I like, mm. I I feel it as you're talking about it because of, and it's never, it's never that like, I want to be angry. And I'm sure it's never that your mom mm-hmm. wants to be angry. It's like, there's all of these things and there's all this stuff that mm-hmm. society has just put around you and has just been like, Oh, you're not a good mom if you don't do this. The best moms do this for their child. And how mm-hmm. have you not how have you how has your child not done this thing? If your child hasn't done this thing, then that reflects on mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You didn't you know, and and it it gets to be a really difficult voice to hear outside of yourself for such a long time that eventually it's it's just inside of yourself. And I people, didn't even
1: think about that, but that's huge.
0: People don't even have to tell you that you're screwing up as a mother because you already know what they're going to say to you. <laughs> so whenever you tell me about these stories, I'm just like, fuck, I know, and I'm trying.
1: (laughs) Which is, and and it's like, that's not even the truth. Like, so in my family, me and my brother quit our jobs, right? We don't have a traditional job. We don't have health insurance. My brother never went to college. Like, so we're, so people look at us and are like you're a, like they look at my brother. My dad's like you're a bum. But we we work in other ways and we make money in other ways and we're living our life and we're happy. Like we're not doing what everyone said you have to do, right? Like mm-hmm. my mom grew up with you have to have a job, you have to get married, you have to have a house, you have to have a brand new car, you have to have this because kind of like what you're saying, or else you will be judged and people will look at you and they will. Make sure you know, like, you're not normal and you're not being a good right? So, like, my mom, she is living with, as part of it, that she's like, where did I go wrong that my children aren't <laughs> doing what everyone else's child is doing, which mm-hmm. is sad because then she doesn't let us be our authentic selves because, like, growing up, right, because we wanted to do things. The children are smart. Children mm-hmm. are way smarter than, they know, like, we're bullshit. They're like, you guys are doing the stupidest shit in the world. Why? And we're like, because we care because we've been conditioned to think that if you don't do this, you're a failure. And if you don't do this, I'm a bad mother. And if you don't do this, uh, they're going to take you away from me. Like, my sister wasn't going to high school. And my mom was, like, forcing her to go to school because she's like, they're going to think I'm a a bad mom when really, like, my sister's going through stuff. And school's honestly there's so much to like question in that department (laughs) you know what I mean so I hear you where it's like you have you think you have to do things because what are people going to think of me when really like who gives a shit but there's all this pressure right to like Mm -hmm. do it anyway because yeah like what if what if I'm shunned what if I'm ostracized what if You know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. So I hear you. And then there's also her trauma. Like, no, does she want to yell? No, but did her mother yell at her? Yes. So of course she yells. You know what I mean? Like, it's what was given to us.
0: I think that's been the most difficult thing for me, honestly, because, like, when I was growing up, Like, I didn't just get yelled at. I got my ass whooped if I mouthed off or if I, like, there were times where my mom, like, locked me out of her bedroom because I was bothering her because I was hungry. And I had to, like, Mm -hmm. go find food as, like, an eight-year-old. And, like, so now I'm... I'm like, well, I'm definitely not going to do that to my children ever. I will never, ever do that to my children. But then you don't know, like, what is the opposite of that? You don't know what that looks like. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know the opposite of, like, getting my ass whooped. So what do you do to deal with a child who's acting out if you've only seen the one thing? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. We
1: don't know the other like the other way. My yeah. therapist yeah. said it's like you almost don't have a choice because you didn't, didn't even know there is another option. There is another choice.
0: Exactly. So it is like
1: you're going in blind. Like
0: yeah. Exactly. It's like it's like you don't know what being a loving parent. You don't know what love for a child is because like you didn't see it when you were a child, not really,
1: you know? Mm -hmm.
0: And then, and then that, that carries through into adulthood. Like, how do you be a loving adult if you've never been around a loving adult? Mm -hmm. And none of us know what it looks like anymore. And there's always practical things. I feel like mothers always have to be resourceful and think practically Like with your mom and like, you know, with with your sister not being in school and and wondering what went wrong with you and your brother and all of those things. It's not it's not even that there's anything wrong. It's like. She's wondering how. You will take care of yourself if she wasn't Mm -hmm. there, because Mm -hmm. I wonder that all the time. My older daughter is in her senior year of high school this year. And I'm constantly like, how the heck is this girl going to pay bills in a couple of years? How? Mm -hmm. I don't Mm -hmm. see it. And Mm -hmm. it's the thing that gives me the most worry right now because, like, that is our job is to prepare you for the world. But you've been brought into a world that just is not functioning correctly.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Mhm, yeah, I think that that is what these plant medicines that's why they're here they're they're here because we forgot how to be yeah mm-hmm. like. The way my teacher puts it is like, an oak tree knows how to be an oak tree. A squirrel knows a squirrel. Humans forgot how to be a human. Like, we're not functioning. So you're talking about love. Yeah, we don't know how, we forgot. We've unlocked. But it's still there. And that's what, you know, they asked the shaman, they interviewed the, a Shaman who gives ayahuasca said, How do you feel about like Westerners coming to take ayahuasca? And he said, You need it the most. You are the most disconnected, stressful people I've ever met. You are the most sad people I've ever met. You you need the medicine. That's why you're here. Because mm-hmm. you forgot who you are. That's why you're here. And and I believe that and I don't know if it means that everyone needs to go to Peru and do Ayahuasca. I don't think (laughs) that's the truth. But I think that I I met with a friend the other day who she's going through her own journey. And she said, I feel like I'm, she's like, I don't know if this is a universal thing or if it's just a me thing. But I feel like I'm here to remind people of something. And I was like, I think that's why we're all here. We've all forgotten (laughs) things. And mm-hmm. we're all, you know, that expression. We're guiding each other home. I, I believe that that's what's happening. And mm-hmm. it's very dark right now. We we are in a very dark age where we forgot how to love. So yeah, we're all like, there's a lot of pain. There is a lot of pain, but there is also an abundance of love. And that's what these medicines like remind you how to love. And so if you can take those tools and you know, so you don't even have to do ayahuasca, right? Like, I don't think my mom needs to go to Peru and do ayahuasca. I'm trying to get her to do a mushroom ceremony with me, and she's getting, she's starting to think that maybe she wants to. But for a while, she was like, "How? No!" But now she's like, "You know what? Maybe." But she's remembering how to love because I'm loving her because my brother's loving her because he's healing too. So, like. Now she's loving more, you know, and so it's like if we can be that thing, the world will remember, Mm -hmm. you know, like, so yeah, it is, it's like all you can do is do the work for yourself, and I know it's so cliche, but it's it's the truth, so yeah, I I hear you, that like there's all that, and I want to, and I grieve, and I'm feel a lot of pain in that that you're just you're a mother and you want to love your children you want to love them and you're like I have no one who showed me how to love what do I do and that's so beautiful that you feel that that you know there's more you can love more and you can love better right like and we all can there there's a limitless potential for love Mm-hmm. And it's just going in that other, in the dark, in in the way we haven't gone, and trusting that we'll know what to do. And and a, if it feels familiar, like if it, you know when. Now I feel like when I, when I start yelling at my mom, I feel I'm like this is fam- this is too familiar. This isn't the way. I've gone this way many times. This isn't the way. And mm-hmm. that's the I think that might be the first step to okay, well, what's something different I've never done? You know <laughs> And that's what we tried to help my mom with with my sister when Rachel didn't want to go to school. We were like, Okay, you know, you've been screaming at her every day to go to school. What's something different that you can do? Maybe don't say anything. Maybe see what happens <laughs> if you don't do anything. Let's see if Rachel can take care of herself. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, you're talking about that too, like saying, I don't see how my daughter is going to pay her bills or, or live in this, in this society. And my mom, I see it has the same fear. She's like, how she, and then she takes over and then she doesn't let my sister live her life because she doesn't think she can. And what's really crazy is that actually, Rachel and all of us have so much strength and capability, but we don't know it right. and an example like yeah, like i you know my partner, Ben, is such a beautiful teacher for me because I lived like that. My mom never let me do anything. So I never learned anything. Like, I just felt incapable my whole life. I'm like, I can't do anything. And then Ben takes me rock climbing, and he's like, you can do this really difficult climb. And I'm like, there's no way I can do that. I don't know how to do anything. And then I do it, and I'm like, and it reflects my life. It's like you know, what mean? if that makes mm-hmm. sense, it's a mirror mm-hmm. for how I live my life. It's like, actually, you have the strength to do anything. And, then, like, I don't need my mom to worry about me because now she's not living her life, you know. And then she's, so it's like, right, how do we different, how do we let go? And that's I can't right. even imagine what that's like. I can't even, I'm sure if I ever have a child, I will feel the same way you do. I'm like, I have to, I have to do it. Because I will be terrified. I I I feel that so deeply. And you just love her. Right. You just you love her. But what mm-hmm. like, can happen if we do the different thing? And that's what we're trying to help my mom do. And she's, like, I I, I give her so much credit for, like, listening to us and not kicking us out of her mouth <laughs> for, like, pushing her to do something different, you know, because she is afraid and and that fear is normal because like you said like we're in this world that is abnormal where we have to pay to be alive mm-hmm. and do all kinds of things that we don't want to do you know so i hear you
0: exactly what you were saying um reminded me of of two things so with uh, the thing that I've been doing all summer is I've been doing a lot of sourdough baking, and I've been talking about it on the podcast a ton, even though <laughs> no no one cares. <laughs> um, I do. I love
1: sourdough.
0: <laughs> and uh, I started baking for my local farmer's market, and so I spend every Tuesday and Friday or every Thursday and Friday in the kitchen, and then every Saturday I'm at market, and it's helped with like extra income and stuff because of everything that's been going yeah. on and um so my like my algorithm on Instagram and like all of those have just become like just sourdough and like homesteading stuff and um and I was scrolling through once and there was one that I watched and it was uh this woman talking about how if you look at the history of like women generationally although it could be like all of mankind not just women um, but like in western culture women were in such a hurry to get into the workforce that they didn't learn how to take care of a home the way that their mothers did so mm-hmm. like just basic cooking skills sometimes didn't even get inherited much less mm-hmm. Um, canning or gardening or any type of like food preservation sourdough baking um, basic mending let alone sewing full outfits you know these skills mm-hmm. got let go of so that everyone in western modern society could go into the workforce
1: mm-hmm.
0: and so mm-hmm. there's this uprising of younger women that are looking for their roots that want to learn these things that have become lost because they feel better to do than Mm -hmm. to go clock in at a job. Mm -hmm. Like I am so much happier in my kitchen than Mm -hmm. I ever am at my actual job.
1: Mm -hmm. Hands
0: down. Mm -hmm. And it's that rewarding thing that, everyone is searching for um and the other thing that came to mind when you were saying those things (laughs) so I'm still on like the really old episodes of Duncan Trussell (laughs) I think um the ones I'm listening to right now he is married and they are waiting for Aaron's pregnant Mm -hmm. I think her name's Aaron um he doesn't like say her name. He very rarely talks about her. Like he's not a dad yet. So I don't know what Mm -hmm. year that was, but I haven't heard any of the new stuff. I'm still holding out, but um, (laughs) there's this episode I just heard the other day about how with technology, like AI is taking over so many facets of existence. And with and especially with COVID, like, there's so many jobs that were deemed non-essential, which, I mean, I didn't get to experience that, but, um and technology got to take over with so many things, and it freed up so much time that it's like, okay, well, then what does it mean to be human? If you don't have to go to your job and clock in and get your paycheck to live, then, like, what is there then? mm mm-hmm. Mm. And I think that that is the same as how do you love your children?
1: Mm.
0: Like, how do you live your life? How do you mm. love your children? How do you go through these motions without the preset structure that has been built for us? Mm but it's still hard because there's like, you still have to pay fucking taxes, (laughs) you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have answers, but I have, I, I, I feel you were like, I, it feels like we're remembering purpose. Like we're remembering, like I hear I I went to a retreat a week or two ago and there were a lot of older men and I was really surprised by that cuz usually I go to these spiritual retreats and it's a lot of people my age. But there were like three 60, 70-year-old men there and I was really surprised by that and they were like I have been working and done all kinds of things I didn't want to do my whole life. And I felt disconnected from myself and from nature. And I've always like had this admiration and and this feeling when I'm in nature and I feel so far away from it. And I know there's something more than going to my job every day. And I want to connect to that. And Mm -hmm. so that's why they were there. And and it was so beautiful because I feel you that this society, I think, really removed us from purpose. I'm reading anything you, like, I'm reading, I'm learning about indigenous people in Peru, and indigenous, like, Native Americans, like, they're, like, I'm reading a book by uh, a Native American right now. And he talks about, like, when we were free people, like before colonization, we we did not suffer the way that you suffered because we never forgot who we are. And we never forgot like our role and our responsibility. And, and right now I think those, we don't even think of responsibility in the way of like, that it's actually like a really beautiful thing right? Like, we don't want to be responsible because right now our responsibilities are paying taxes, are paying bills, right? Like, we're like, wow, responsibilities suck. But, like, what they're talking about in responsibility is, like, taking care of this planet, taking care of the children, taking care of everything that is here. Like, everything is seen as a gift. So your responsibility is to walk the right way, to do the right things to love right. Like, so that the future is better than how you left it. Right? Like, it's better than what you had. Right,
0: exactly. And I think we
1: have that. Like, I hear my mom say this a lot, like, where she's like, I'm doing way better than what my mother did. And she's right. Mm -hmm. But if I think that if we all were in this place of remembrance and Kind of what you're saying, like this, if we were in our roots again, it would be even, it would be even better, right? Like because we would do, be doing things more with intention, with, with other in mind. And, and I think that's something, um, my teacher said to me recently is that you are not separate from anything else but also you are here for everything else. And that's like two really hard things to kind of grasp because you're like, oh, well, uh, my life should be about me, but it's also about others. And like, how do we work through that, like in taking that responsibility that, I don't know, is very different than... What we're living in right now. So yeah, it's beautiful. I see it. At, uh, I follow the, a lot of homestead pages and I'm always so like, yeah, like we're, there's a way to be that is freer, that is more fulfilling, that is, we feel like we have purpose. Like I don't feel like I have purpose going to my nine to five, like where I'm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know what I mean? I feel purposeless because no, we're not meant to, and Yeah, I agree. And I think that, again, a lot of those medicines, like in my own experience and from what I heard from my friends who I met in Peru on the retreat, like they gave us back our purpose. Like we all very clearly were like, oh, we're here for a reason. And it's not what we've been told it is. And we're all a gift and we all have a medicine, right, because the earth is very sick. We're all very sick but what's beautiful mm-hmm. is we're all the medicine. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like tapping back into that root and that what you're talking about, like going back to these ways to find our medicine, to find a, a way of living that is healing for myself and for everything else and not in a way that's harmful.
0: Right. Yeah. It. Um. I had uh, this sort of surreal Day yesterday that kind of ties into what we're talking about because um so after market, there's usually a handful of baked goods that I don't sell, just like a couple mm-hmm. loaves of bread um of of different kinds, and what I'll do is I'll put them in a basket and I'll have my daughter walk around to all the other vendors. And, and ask them if they want, cause I'm not gonna eat it. It's, it's gonna go to waste. Some of them that have, they all have different things. And so last weekend I had her do that and she came back to me with a sack of potatoes and a bouquet of flowers. <laughs> which was freaking lovely. And then this, this past weekend, um, she wasn't with me, so like I went and did it. And, um, one of the vegetable stalls was like, take whatever you want, like just pick something.
1: And wow. so
0: I, I brought home some cucumbers and then, um, I walked through my garden and picked some peppers and some tomatoes. And I took these cucumbers that she'd given me and I made, uh, like a cucumber salad. And then my partner, Got out the deer because he's a hunter, so like our deep freeze is full of deer, and mm-hmm. he made oh, maybe he didn't use the deer, but anyways, he took my bread and um I sliced it, and he made these hot sandwiches, and I had this cucumber salad from the cucumbers from one of the other vendors at market, and so like all of the food that we were eating was like mm-hmm. good food that mm-hmm. had all been made here, here, you know, like it all the energy mm-hmm. went into this food and we got to eat it and enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And it set the tone for the rest of the weekend and we were just so yeah. relaxed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. we had the first day where we didn't do anything in months. Mm-hmm. And we even said, he looked at me at one point and he's like, I feel like we're doing something wrong. Wow. Because we were just so relaxed and we enjoyed that dinner so much and we felt so Mm. rewarded for, Mm -hmm. you know, those acts without without having the the clock in and out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So it's like we've been trained to feel that way and think that way and to get to experience closer to something of how we should be living.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's really eye-opening.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe not as eye-opening as ayahuasca, but... <laughs> no, that's it.
1: That's it. That's, it's just as eye-opening, if not more, because it's real. Like, not that ayahuasca is not real, but, like, that came from you, right? In the, right. And some part of you knew, like, this is right. Like, this is the the right way. And that's how I, I, that's beautiful. That's love, that's like connection and community and you felt fulfilled, yeah. And and, And what's so beautiful about that is like by giving, right like you had that
0: right exactly feeling
1: by giving something but when we go to work it's not it's like force it's it's you know they call it modern day slavery Mm -hmm. We, we are forced to go to work and do these jobs because we have to or we will not survive but you didn't you were not forced to give someone bread you did it because you wanted to because you love because you know what I mean like it's a very different thing yeah very different beautiful
0: it is different I think it's something that a lot of people lost sight of and and it's it's so frustrating and and sad because like I know I I have found sourdough and like I love it you know it's become a very big part of who I am and like you were talking about how you do so much work with psilocybin and and helping other people see and like you know that that is who you are Mm
1: -hmm.
0: and there are people out there that don't get to figure out who they are Mm -hmm. because they have to keep going to work you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah my dad is going through that right now, I think, um, because I've noticed he's had more like anger and frustration. Mm. And I think because at home, he, he's an intense gardener, like his garden behind his house is such a big part of his life. And he has chickens in the middle of like a, a suburban area. <laughs> It's Mm. like you step into his yard and it's another world. And, um, you can, you can see the struggle inside of him too, because he's been working this job that he does, that he hates for 30 years. About he started it when I was little and now he's so close to retirement that he can't stop. Mm. But it's caused so much pain inside of him. Like it's traumatized Mm. him. Mm-hmm. but so you can you can see it you can see yeah. from from like his he ha, he works four ten, so he has friday saturday and sunday off and you can mm-hmm. see the difference in him from thursday when he gets off of work to sunday after he's had his three days of doing the things that he loves right which is just yeah. digging holes in his backyard and taking care of his chickens. It's not like he's mm-hmm. doing anything crazy. Mm-hmm.
1: And that's, that's the other joke about it all is like, they tell you, you need more.
0: Like mm-hmm. we're
1: told we need more than that, that, that you are not fulfilled. And, and it's interesting we're talking about this because I was at my grandma's last night and my cousin was there and we were talking about like dopamine. So mm-hmm. would, they did this like study where they like removed the part of the brain in animals that like creates dopamine and they all died. So we need dopamine. But what they found is like what dopamine does is if you're starving and you will not wait you will not wait until you're about to die to go look for food. You will look for food like before you die right like that it's just a chemical thing in our body so like when you see say you're starving and you see an apple, dopamine triggers, then you get closer to the apple, more dopamine you're closer more dopamine you have the apple. Like, your dopamine levels are, like, through the roof. You're eating the apple. You are satiated. Now you have all this dopamine. You feel good, and you're fulfilled. So, like, you, you're you not chasing – you're not trying to get more dopamine. Now you're, like, fulfilled.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the way the world is right now is that they're, like, you need this clothes. You need these clothes. You need this brand-new color. You need this house. So you get the things, but they don't actually chemically satiate you. So you never feel fulfilled because dopamine is just for survival. Like it's literally just like (laughs) so that I eat food. That's literally all it is. So like making sure that you eat food and that you live on. But we're finding out like, we don't actually need. You don't need a designer bag to live. You don't need, right? Like a brand new Lamborghini to to live, right? Like it's not, comp- it's not satiating you. So right. Exactly.
0: Your it's, it's father like...
1: is doing the thing that, like, he's like, yeah, of course, this makes me happy. But then someone hands you a piece of paper, right? Money, and you're like, mm-hmm. what is this? It does not satiate that by the billionaires because they' feel very empty because they don't know
0: and right they need all this money, but it never satiates, and it's
1: very sad
0: exactly it's like um when you think about i don't i don't want to say like primitive societies, but like if you think about um societies where there's still like hunter-gatherer complex and like that's all that there is. They don't have like all this other crap that they have to do. You know, there's certain people in the community that they will get up before the sun and they will go and they will hunt and they will get the food and then there's the other people in the community that will stay home and they will child rear and they will homestead regardless of whether or not one is female or male. Like that's irrelevant but these are the tasks that are assigned to them. So after the hunter gets its prey and, and brings it home, he's done for the day. I mean, mm-hmm. he might, he might, you know, process the animal, but other than that, he, he, and I'm saying he just for social norms, but like he's going to come home and he's going to play with his kids for the rest of the afternoon, you know, mm-hmm. and then his, partner or like whatever part of the community has been home you know that's going to be their opportunity to do whatever other task, you know that they get to do and it's no one in that situation is worried about paying bills or or money but they all feel and, fulfilled
1: mm-hmm. and they don't have the stress of doing it alone exactly <laughs> like, Another, I there's this video, they keep coming up on TikTok. Um, this woman on TikTok has a son, and she puts a lot of videos of, like, when they're driving in the car. And mm-hmm. she's like, this is why, like, sometimes moms snap, because this is what I have to listen to on a two-hour car ride. And so, like, in the video, he talks constantly. And, like, because I'm not with it constantly, I'm, like, this is the most adorable thing I've ever seen. And she's complaining, right, about, like, this child. She's, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, he's so annoying. And I'm, like, how could you say that? But then I'm, like, sitting, like, I'm, like, okay, yeah, if I were her and in her situation, her husband's, like, I don't know, he has a job where he's, like, never home. So Mm -hmm. she's the only one with her son. Yeah, that would drive me crazy because I'm doing it all by myself. And mm-hmm. not meant to be that way. It's I'm in the in the same book I'm reading, um I think it's called If You've Forgotten the Name of the Clouds, you've lost your way. It's written by I forget his name, but Native American. And that's what he talks about. He was like, We you did not raise a child by yourself. Like the entire you would like feed him breakfast and then he he'd be off all day in the village playing with other children, meeting, being with everyone and everyone treated him like he was their child. And like that he was a gift, right? When a baby is born, the community is like, this is a gift from God, the universe, whatever you want to call it. Mm -hmm. And they treat each other that way. So like, there's no abuse per se. I mean, there, like, there's obviously everything has their own flaws and like there are whatever, but like, the whole community raises a child because it's impossible. Like, a, and I, and I feel like that's partly where abuse comes from. It's like, how can we put it on two people to raise an entire human? You know, like it just feels.
0: Right. I mean, sometimes just one person, sometimes not right. even two people.
1: Right. Exactly. Sometimes like, and that's why I can't even, you know, I look at my mom's situation. Her mom, was an out. She didn't have a father, and her mom was an alcoholic, so she was passed out. So my mom was like five years old, like cooking food because mm-hmm. like her mom was passed out. You know, mm-hmm. so it's like, yeah. It's what what would have this situation? And then I look at my own life. It's like I was so blessed. I had so many beautiful people in my life. You know, I always was with family, and I, um, I feel very. And obviously, there were times where it was just me and my mom and. Whatever and there wa there was abuse but like there was also like so many beautiful people at the same time. So that feels important too that we we should be in community. We have this false sense of community. Mhm. Yeah, I went to the farmers market the other day, you're talking about that and, mm-hmm. and I'm smiling at people and no one's smiling. You know, it's like why like oh we've forgotten like and that's like in in uh peru like everyone you're my you're my brother you're my sister like no you are not a stranger to me like anyone i met was like thank you sister i love you sister and i was like whoa <laughs> that's a whole <laughs> level of mm-hmm. like respect you know what i mean like how can i treat you if you're my brother how do i treat you if you're my sister we're a lot closer now. You're my family. You know, the animals, they're my cousins. It's like, whoa, okay, this is very different. We're going to treat each other a lot differently than if you're a total stranger and I don't need to care about you because you're not my family. You are my family. So now what do I do with that? <laughs> so I'm trying. I'm like,
0: well, Right. All we can do is try. And it's hard because yeah. not everyone is trying, but – but you can't you can't quit, you know. because mm-hmm. eventually you mm-hmm. find other people that are trying and we just have to wait for that to become just as infectious, I guess.
1: Or it will be I think Ben puts this very good. We were in a restaurant one time and um the music was just like really good. And he was like, What if I just started dancing? And I was like People would think you're weird. He's like, yeah, but, like, what if then you started dancing? Someone would have, right, like, eventually, Mm -hmm. some right, we'd go and we'd try and get other people to dance, right? Now, say, like, everyone's dancing but one person. They would eventually be like, God, am I this stubborn? I'm not going to freaking dance? Like, and they would dance Mm because they would be the weirdo, right? So it's kind of like that. Where I think that... We just have to be a parasite of love and (laughs) just, like, keep loving.